Well, the Winter Olympics are in full swing, and that has meant a sudden surge in sightings of people wearing Team Canada Olympic-themed gear, or has it? Because it has in the past. I was in China in 2010, but someone sent me a pair of those mittens that were so popular that year at the Vancouver Games. Well, this time around, Lululemon is the supplier of the official stuff, and it looks great, um, I think. But some are complaining that it's a bit too rich for their blood. The prime example, again, is those mittens. Once a year is for about $10 a pair. The much fancier 2022 version now goes for closer to $70 a pair. So what's up? I gather people are a little bit upset about this. And uh, perhaps Lululemon is doing this consciously. Joining us now to discuss this is Lindsay Meredith. He's a professor emeritus of marketing strategy at the Beatles School of Business at SFU in Vancouver. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for weighing in on this. Hey, Ben. How are you doing? Not too bad. I was going to ask you, have you bought anything yet? Have you bought any of this Olympic stuff from Lululemon yet? <laughs> Not at that price, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess we could end the interview now, though, because uh, there you go. I'm kidding. Um, I mean, it, it looks great. I mean, it, the first time I saw that Lululemon were taking over, I thought, oh, I wonder how much that's going to cost. Um, yeah. Obviously, you've noticed the difference. What do you think is behind that? Well, I think I think a whole bunch of things have happened. I think actually some of them by accident. Start off number one. Lululemon is a basically a higher upper middle class operation, so its price point is not the nice mom and pop family of four in suburbia. It's more the up and coming, inner urban, well educated, uh, well paid professionals that crowd and that's what their price point targets um the giveaway is the following if you start looking at the other main sponsors for north america names like ralph Lauren pop up the kardashian crowd pop up and there are about two others all are very much upper end people lululemon's playing in that same crowd so they come along nicely price all their products according to the way they normally price everything which is certainly upper income group and then they come along and run into a pair of mittens that come out on their price point thinking, hey, yeah, that's good for us, 68 bucks. Here's the problem. You had Roots in there. You had the Bay in there. And even Roots were actually uh, upper, uh, on the upper side a little bit. Um, and even the Bay in the old days, except that they established a market segment out there expecting prices running around, oh, I don't know, 20 by, 25 bucks a, a pair on the upper side maybe. And then along comes good old Lulu and drops a $68 bill on you. And guess what? You got pushback. I mean, they, they look nice, uh, but, but you know, that's a lot for, um, I'm going to, I have a lot more to ask you. We're about to head into a news break. So I'm going to keep yeah. you on for over the break and get, come right back. In the meantime, we've had some, uh, some of our listeners sharing their thoughts about, about the gloves so about everything. Um, so Steve from Vancouver says the mitts from the 2010 games were a huge hit because of the low cost, easy to give as gifts and to show support for team Canada. You could deck out the whole family for less than the price of one pair of this year's edition says Steve. Good, Ron says the Olympic segue. swag. We've got to go there on sick. the next part. <laughs> we will. Uh, Ron says the Olympic swag. No, uh, hell no. $400 for a jacket. I prefer a bottle of Johnny Walker blue, to celebrate a double gold medal in curling, it's oh, less dear. expensive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, lastly, we had Bruce in Calgary saying the mittens being $69. Now, remember this from the company that stated, um, oh, that just you know preferred that people didn't wear their clothes in public. Um, won't be the first time. I won't be. It, we get the marketing design thing. 
be the first time I won't be getting them, says Bruce in Calgary. So he won't be buying the mittens either. So, so far, um, yep. thumb, thumbs down for the new mittens from uh, from listeners. Please let me know what you think. 877-399-9898, 877-399-9898. What do you think of this year's stuff? It's nice. I give it that. But it isn't cheap. And I give it that as well. Welcome back. In the throes of the Winter Olympics, what better time to talk about Winter Olympic gear, Team Canada gear specifically, the Lululemon gear for 2022 in particular. I'm joined by Lindsay Meredith, Professor Emeritus of Marketing Strategy at the Beattie School of Business at Simon Fraser University. Welcome back. Uh, we had some interesting texts there beforehand. You you wanted to measure, go into the uh, to that one that about uh, how you could deck out the whole family for a pair of gloves uh, this year. You thought that you thought that was an interesting one. What what struck you about that one? I did. Um, well, what happened is that Olympic brand is is kind of iconic. It it stretches beyond you know, a regular brand, if you will, to being something of a, a national pride issue. So it's kind of buying a pair of those those mitts is kind of like buying a piece of Canada's national Olympic team. And it it almost moved beyond buying a straight product to, to, to buying a, a, a piece of Canada's pride, so to speak. And you get something that we call a, a reference price ban. Reference prices, you and I get used to a standard price on on a range of products. So Roots and the Hudson Bay created reference prices on those mitts floating around, as I mentioned, that $25, $20, $25 mark. So that's what people were used to. They were all used to, also used to that iconic brand, um, you know, the gold-plated God and apple pie brand of the Olympics and our, our Canadian team, and kind of participating in it by buying those gloves. And then along comes Lululemon, who says, but we're pricing the way we price our normal product line, and our price point is $68. And all these people say, hold it, my reference price is 25 Are you guys nuts? And at that point, the real pushback starts, and people say, you know, I can even afford those, those mitts. I could, you could. question is, will we? And the answer is no, because it's so far away from the reference price, we basically go on strike and say, keep your, glo- your mitts, we're out of here. And... <laughs> That poor old family of um, uh, four, they're not buying a set of mitts for each kid at 68 bucks a pop. By the way, lest we go too far, hockey, hockey clubs walked into the same trap. They price pointed right. themselves to the level that you knocked out all of those standard family, middle-class suburban spenders, and it all went into the high end. And then suddenly, these guys got into problems. Well, you know what? A bunch of the Olympic crowd are getting the same mess because they're outpricing themselves. Because it's not just Canada. I mean, as you were mentioning, Ralph Lauren has the American. The American gear, I think, is even more expensive. The Ralph Lauren stuff. Oh yeah. When you start, remember that these guys are. First of all, they are paying major, major bucks to play in this game, right? So if you're going right. to start sponsoring in in the Olympics, you are dishing out serious cash. Um, why do you do it? Well, because again, you're tying yourself to that big iconic brand it's the it's the gold-plated one like i said it's apple pie and god man doesn't get better than that and then you get back to an issue of saying but that's our normal market segment we're ralph Lauren, we're lululemon we normally sell in this price range and then suddenly that's where you step on landmine because hold it you got this other market segment that had expectations about just standard fare like the the toques it should be selling for a lot cheaper, like the, the mitts, like the uh, some of the jackets. And now they look at them, and, of course, they're way out of reach. And now you start to get a uh, 
a negative consumer reaction out of it. And you wonder why you can't sell your stuff. So it's a real trap. You got two market segments. One is the one that was there all along and was kind of hooked to the Olympics. The other one is the one that comes with a Lululemon identity or a Ralph Lauren identity, totally different market. And now you suddenly you start mixing them up. So this is a marketer's nightmare where you get into two different segments and the segments don't get along with each other. They got different price points, different references, different ideas about the product. And now you're stuck in between and everybody on, on one side, at least. And here we got the, uh, like I said, a reference price crowd. They don't like you very much. Oh, by the way, it's a trap. The guys on the high end, if you start cutting your price and selling stuff a lot cheaper, the guys at the high end think there's something wrong with you and you start a low ball. Now you're using your high end price cachet. You're using the Ralph, losing the Ralph Lauren Lululemon image with your high end. So guess what? Now you have stepped on the landmine. You can wind up with two market segments, not sure who the hell you are anymore. And now it gets messy. Uh, one of the hypotheses I, I read, and I'll, I'll float this by you, was that, I mean, Lululemon's big expansions now will, will you know, like many companies, they're looking to Asian markets for uh, to, to up their sales. This is oh, a yeah. Beijing Olympic Games. Um, yep. And, you know, these outfits worn by Canadian athletes will be seen on the state, you know, on Chinese TV, and there'll be front and yep. center at the Beijing Olympics. So that in some senses, they weren't really that concerned. I mean, they wanted to make nice stuff. But maybe the Canadian segment who bought those mitts really weren't the target audience here. Well, in the end, that is exactly true. Very good analysis. In fact, the Chinese market is a market that is perfect for a Lululemon and a, a Canada Goose because it is very, very oriented toward brand identity. All the big brand players have a field day in China. Um, and a lot of Southeast Asia, by the way, the same way. So brand identity is very, very powerful over there. Um, and indeed, uh, you wind up saying, well, you know what? Maybe we kiss off that. Who cares about that, that lower-end market segment? Well, that's true. You do. You kiss off that segment. You go with what your power is. But don't expect this to be a free ride. You're going to pick up some media attention, for example, and you're going to get some animosity from that segment that you're kind of, quote, abandoning, because now as an Olympic sponsor, these people can't get that iconic Olympic brand name they'd like to associate with because they, quote, want to support the Canadian team. So you kind of, yeah, you get you might get more of the market segment you're after, but it ain't a free ride. You're paying a bit of a price here, too, in terms of your brand image. I'm talking, talking Team Canada Olympic gear with Lindsay Meredith, Professor Emeritus of Marketing Strategy at the Beattie School of Business at Simon Fraser University. I, one of the things that I was a bit puzzled by, and I, I've explained this already, really, is that this is essentially Lululemon uh, making articles that are up to their standards, what you'd expect to find anytime you stepped into any Lululemon store anywhere in the world and yep. simply charging the prices that they normally charge. Someone was pointing out that their performance socks, the, the Canadian Olympic ones, I think are $28 and the normal ones are 25 or 24. So that they're actually not that far to whack. What struck yep. me a bit though about Olympic gear, and you mentioned this earlier, was that isn't Olympic gear in some senses, at least this is how it was marketed to us earlier, especially during the 2010 games. Isn't it supposed to be a bit kind of inexpensive and something you pick up to, to sort of get swept up in the games and you're not necessarily going to wear it forever. I still wore those mittens for a long time, but you know, there was sort of a, a temporary feeling to a lot of the Olympic stuff. And that seems to have been lost if the price point is so high. Well, that's where it got, it got bailed out the door. So, you know, there are a number of alternatives developed. One of them is to say, okay, look, um, gee, if we come up with two or three items that we come back in at a, 
a much lower price point. The one where the mom and pop family can all still get involved with the Olympic event and support. Um, maybe you could get away with running out some mitts and running out some toques um, at a lower price that might still keep that crowd happy. And then you maintain your high price on the rest of the stuff. And you make a public statement saying, you know what, this is our contribution to, you know, helping wave that Canadian flag, so to speak, um, on every pair of hands out there. We're going to we're going to produce our product uh, at a price point. You can afford to buy a pair for the kids. Um, so that becomes one strategy. Um, the other one is the one you raised. Kiss them off. Go to the very high end because that international Chinese market is just a gold mine. Um, and will it work? Hey, Canada Goose has done very well in there. Um, could Lululemon do very well in there? You betcha they could clean house. And so the bottom line is, of course, you know, the guys are going to, probably going to go where the money is. Is it the best total choice in terms of at least paying attention to the Canadian image, the Canadian brand identity? I don't know. I think I would have been inclined to say, you know, let's cut a deal on some of our products and make sure they're available for, for middle-class Canadians to buy. I'm not saying give the stuff away. I'm just saying, hey, 68 bucks is not the pair of stuff you're going to buy the kids, right? That's getting a little off. So that could be the other technique they might use. Yeah, unless unless we win a couple, a bunch of gold medals or and a bunch of people are seen wearing them and then all of a sudden people start to get excited in them and then the value of things changes, right? That's always the, uh, I wonder what well, it would take to shift that, as you said, that residual price that we all have in our minds about anything well, where if it goes up in value. Sorry, go ahead. Hey, you know what? You raised a really good point. If, in fact, the Olympics were back in Canada, being held right here in good old Whistler again or someplace around, um, you know what? That price point could probably easy much more easily stick. Um, the thing is, it's quite a world away, and it's separated separated by COVID as well. And it's it's much more marketing-wise difficult to make that connection. Can you still do it if Canada cleaned out on a bunch of medals? Hey, all of that would certainly help the sales. Um, I guess if I had to give an opinion, would a big jump in Canadian wins be sufficient to fire up that Canadian nationalism and make it start buying all of those Lululemon products, um, you know what, I'm betting against that one. Uh, if we're back in this country, hey, that could be another story, and I think it'd be absolutely right on the money. Um, but right now, um, I think, you know, between COVID, between the kind of coverage you get from that distance away, uh, I got a feeling you're not going to be selling a lot of those mitts here. Yeah, I mean, there was something about those 2010 mitts. It was a magical time for the games. I was actually, ironically, in China during the 2010 games working. Uh, so all I had was those mitts that someone was kind enough to find and send me. But it, it certainly, even from afar, felt like a really magical time. And I always felt like those mitts represented something yeah. um, special. And, and uh, I, it'd be I hard to the, recapture for anyone. I agree. Ben, I think the bigger problem is the Olympic structure and what it's become. I, I did a quite a few interviews for BBC London, BBC World. And one of the things I was saying is, look, part of what the Olympics have morphed over into is what I call state aggrandizement. It's become a product where, quote, it, it's almost out of reach of the, the normal taxpayer. I was at Whistler when, when, when the operation was, when the Olympics were held there. Uh, none of the locals could get in. It was a product that, hey, the taxpayers pay, put the bill for it. Yeah, you get to sit there and watch it on TV. Because basically the way it was structured, it was extremely difficult and extremely expensive. 
for you to actually get onto those ski runs and watch or to, you know, participate, so to speak. Um, so it, it, it's really, really a high-end operation now in terms of the pricing. Um, and it's starting to kick back, by the way. So even some big sponsors have backed off. Uh, a number of the big cities have dropped out of bids, as you know, um, and even other on, me, on other major sport, sporting events. So as those prices get that high, you start to move into the upper stratosphere of, of the market that can uh, afford to participate, so to speak. Only a certain yes, segment got the kind of cash you can throw around uh, liberally at that level. And especially given the economic conditions we're facing right now, look, middle-class taxpayers, rightly so, are a little bit edgy. We're on the, now I'm flipping over into my, my, my psychotic PhD, which is half macroeconomic policy. And right. the economic structure is starting to make consumers really cool off. And I think we're going to see a pullback here. And it trickles all the way down to a pair of Olympic mittens because they're paying a ton for the sponsorship and therefore they pass it down. And as you're right, it, a lot of the Olympic gear has now become much more uh, luxury oriented than it was uh, back when. So, hey, you, Lindsay didn't, Meredith? Even, you didn't, didn't even need my marketing class because you just nailed it. Because the first uh, thing is dropped are, guess what? Luxury related products. And right. $68 mittens are luxury related products. Well, we know you're not buying a pair. Lindsay Meredith, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your uh, for your insight on this. Hey, enjoyed talking to you, Ben. Take care.